I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Of Mice and Men, Aaron Pauly. Aaron, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, brother. How are you living? I'm doing great. Uh, excited to talk new music with Of Mice and Men. And I want to get right to it because we had a lot to cover with the eighth studio album, Tether. Now, this I'll try and make this uh, question not confusing. So eighth total studio album, but it's the fourth with you as lead singer. So my question is, and again, the weird question, if I word it correctly, does it feel maybe like a second quote unquote senior album milestone like obviously this uh incarnation of the band you guys have been at it for a while but finding maybe that that second milestone w- with this group with tether hitting that senior album if that makes sense you know i i think i totally get what you're saying and i i agree i think you know we feel so strongly about the material and a lot of that has to do with you know just sort of the modus operandi going into it about what we really wanted to accomplish which is we really wanted to make something that we felt emotionally connected to and that our audience can feel emotionally connected to and to focus more on that sort of emotional connection rather than maybe trying to mo- you know write the craziest riffs or the gnarliest songs you know and so for for us we've always felt like that's what our fans resonate with because i think for us as musicians and for us as music fans that's what we resonate with um the hidden emotion in music you know music's the universal language you play somebody a sad song on violin anywhere in the world with no language and and people can pick up on that and so for us we really wanted to to hone in on those things and we feel like it's some of our strongest work to date if not our strongest work to date again tether the the latest album what we're getting from you guys self-produced album which you also did on your previous album echo was there maybe anything that stood out in self-producing this one maybe compared to echo your, your first time getting behind the producing board and putting on that producer hat yeah yeah, you know, I think there was a lot more confidence in the process, confidence in myself to handle it. And I think with that confidence comes more room to explore creative ideas where you're not pigeonholing yourself into what you think you can accomplish and say, okay, well, I know I can do this, so I'm going to do this. You know, I think having a little bit more confidence opens up a lot of doors for exploration, both sonically, creatively, songwriting wise, especially vocally. I think this record, I probably have more vocal tracks on this record than any other record I've ever done by a lot. (laughs) Because a lot of it was just fun, you know, a lot of it was fun messing with vocal layers and different harmonies and things like that. And I think the success of Echo and that sort of connecting with our fans sort of gave us the confidence to be able to branch out a little bit more. Getting more vocals in there and and kind of uh, uh, really establishing your prowess as a lead singer. Is that again kind of come in with now the experience fourth album in with you solely as the lead singer? Is that confidence established is now that point where you're like, I am a lead singer if if that's fair to say. I have like really bad imposter syndrome. So I don't think any amount of success ever makes me feel like I always feel like at any moment they're going to realize I shouldn't be here, you know? (laughs) Um, But truthfully, you know, it's um, there was just a lot of focus on the songwriting rather than the roles. And I think that when you do that, you can end up assuming the roles easier than if that's sort of the goal, you know? Right, right. Uh, We've already gotten a taste where I believe we're the third single in. Do you have a 
favorite track on the album? Is there one that maybe really speaks to you that really resonates with you? Um, that's hard. You know, it's kind of like picking a favorite kid. I that's think why I asked that question. That's why I Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, for me personally, I think the song Tether, um, that song really means a lot to me. Whether I think it's my favorite or it's better, I think that's kind of more subjective. But that song to me really does mean an awful lot. Because that song is 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 one that lyrically I wrote, you know, for my loved ones that are going through hard times and losses. You know, the whole concept of the album is about wanting to protect your loved ones from the storms of life. But in reality, all you can really offer is shelter because you can't stop the storms from coming, you know? Yeah. Well, I love it. And again, if people haven't heard it, it's out now. So you can hear start to finish. Uh, it is a banger and you're going to enjoy it. I love the artwork. I wanted to talk about that because we could talk about music all day and what you guys are doing. I really uh, thought the kind of the the Rorschach inkblot test design was really kind of a cool take. I saw a woman and like a black dog when I looked at it and I'm being serious when I did that. Uh, what do you see when you look at it? Uh, I've always I've always like colloquially referred to it as the angel because oh. to me it sort of looks like an angel wings. Right. Um, right. And Tino, Tino, our drummer, hand painted that. So that's oh, really? actually like, yeah, it's not a digital work. He actually hand painted those and then scanned them. And it was based off of, you know, we, we, for us, the hardest part usually after finishing a record is figuring out the artwork. Cause that's not where we are most visually inclined, but you know, Tino went to college for graphic design and he's an amazing artist. And so given the fact that we'd already taken the self-production into our hands, I kind of was just like, T, why don't you give a stab at doing the artwork? And I remember he called me and he's like, I've been going crazy making all these different Rorschachs and he started sending them to me and I was like dude that's gotta be the artwork I love it and I don't think and I don't think there's you know if, if you're talking about wanting to create something that is you you know as a band it's you but in your most distilled and potent version then I think that there is something about having somebody in the band doing the artwork and stuff as well it's very self-contained but no T you know Tino's amazing yeah I, I loved it like I said it's just such a cool look and the, and the colors are beautiful in it and, and it fits so well with with what we're hearing on the album and uh, just really interesting and I'm sure everyone's going to grab that's what's so cool about it is I think much like the music everyone kind of gets their own interpretation their own meaning behind it their own feelings behind it they can see the same thing when they look at that cover everyone's going to see something different I saw Absolutely. one dog you saw an angel so it's something for everyone man there's something for everyone absolutely 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 and i think that that's that's the beauty of music that's where i always try and approach songwriting from a lot of what i write about is personal to me and 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 comes from personal experiences but i don't think the audience has any desire to listen to me tell my story and i think that that's self aggrandizing in a way where i want the listener to hear their story in it yeah, yeah. i want them to hear i want i want i want my voice to be their voice when they're listening to it. I don't want it to be about me, Aaron. You know, I want it to be about them, you know, just being a conduit for the storytelling and not making it about me, but making it about the audience and their stories. And I think that having the Rorschach, you know, and that's something we talked about too, is that's the perfect sort of allegory for that. You know, the visual sort of metaphor, if you will. I love it. Well, from start to finish, from music to the artwork, uh, we got such a treat here with Tether. Listen, rate, share, subscribe, discover new music now at wjjo.com in the jjo app or wherever you get your podcasts rock has a new interview every thursday evening between six and seven nutty four one jjo i need new music
couple more questions here before we get to rapid fire and i'll really dig into you with this album you know obviously and again kind of going back to my first question with this incarnation of the band and, and who we've seen obviously you guys have been at it you've been with the band since 2012 so it's not like you're new to it by any means but you know writing stuff now and and putting your own take on of mice and men and even going back to the early days when you had austin and everything obviously his talent and everything is it difficult for you where you're at or maybe is there some challenges in digging into those original of mice and men fans and then also with the new ones and trying to find that kind of copacetic middle ground where you're still uh, you know paying homage to the the original but then also where you guys at and who the band is now yeah you know for us we're a band that we don't like writing the same album twice right and we we really try and approach everything slightly different than the last go around you know for us i think finding that you know like you said the copacetic middle ground for us was really about honing in on the emotional content of the songs you know finding the marriage between what a song is telling you emotionally from the musical side and then trying to write lyrics and melodies you know i've i always say my job is to not get in the way of the music <laughs> the, <laughs> like the music the music does a lot of the speaking. The music does a lot of, it has a lot of the emotional content. And, it, and so my, my job is to try and not get in the way of that, but to try and complement it. And that's sort of the way I've always looked at it. But I think for us really wanting to connect on a way that we felt like we did. The first album that I did with the band was Restoring Force. And that album was, you know, life-changing for us. And, and the entire MO of that record, working with David Bendith, was hone in on this emotional content in your music. Music so that the audience has something that can, you know, feed their soul for a little bit. Cause that's what music does. You know, it's what right. it does for all of us. Right. It's why, it's why we give our lives to it. You know, <laughs> we make lots of sacrifices for music and it's because it does so much for us, you know, for us, I think, I think the more you try and use logic to sort of bridge that gap, I think the easier it is to sort of lose your way. But I think if you focus on the feeling that, that you can't go wrong, I love it. Good, better. You might make, you might make something that isn't their favorite, but yeah. it will be honest and it will find the right people. You know, well, we're finding this one again at Tether in the latest album, eighth studio album from the guys. Final question before we get to rapid fire. What song on Tether would be the best one for menace to society to cover? Oh, God. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. For everyone who doesn't know, Menace to Society was Aaron's first band uh, way yeah. when he was 13 years old. So I want to know. I was in eighth grade. So I would have to say, man, my eighth grade self couldn't really do a lot. Um, <laughs> I think any of them would be a challenge. Maybe Indigo. Indigo. I love it. Yeah. Ind Indigo is musically not terribly complicated. It's right. more supposed to be open and and easy it's more of a free-falling kind of ethereal big sound so it's not as technical but man what a what a call out <laughs> yeah, yeah, i figured we could see uh, you guys you know in, in your mom's basement or, or your buddy's garage being menace to society i could see you now in your black t-shirts probably like you probably had like what corn t-shirts on oh and, yeah uh, corn t-shirts wearing pants Going to the skate park. Oh, yeah. You, you nailed it. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, uh, again, Tether from Of Mice and Men. Awesome album and can't wait to hear more from you guys. I know you're going to be busy promoting this one and we'll 
we'll we'll see you out there. Before I let you go, let's do rapid fire, and we'll get to know a little bit more about Aaron Pauly, a, a deeper side of Aaron Pauly. There's no wrong answers. You just go with your gut, okay? All right. Sounds good. First one, everybody Wang Chung or everybody was Kung Fu fighting? Everybody Wang Chung tonight's a banger. It is a banger, right? Right? <laughs> Yeah, it is. I think maybe that one. I think that that, that song might slap, no pun intended, just a little harder. <laughs> uh, Billy Squire or Billy Ocean? Uh, Billy Ocean. I like it. Caribbean Queen. Great song. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Caribbean Queen. <laughs> Flintstone Push Pop or Choco Taco? Oh, man. I can taste both of them. Flintstone push pop. Flintstone push pop. I like it. Oh, yeah. And as it melts, it like it turns into like this weird goo that isn't exactly ice cream or yogurt or who knows what it is. That's crazy. I I, dude, I haven't had one of those in probably 20 years and I can taste it. You can taste it. It becomes that coagulated sugar mess, kind of like a shot in that little that little cardboard tube right there. So perfect. Uh, Soaked jeans or damp socks? Uh, Soaked jeans. Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? Who'd you rather see? Bigfoot. Have you ever had a, or felt like you had a Bigfoot encounter or close to Oh, uh, no. No? I feel like I've definitely seen uh, UAPs and like weird orb stuff, oh. like uh, out, out, out in Palm Springs, like out in the desert. And then off, like I live in Huntington Beach. So like off the coast of Catalina, they see stuff. But no, I never had a Bigfoot encounter. I live too far from the woods. Bigfoot's not coming down to Huntington Beach. You know? <laughs> he's, not doing, he's not doing any surfing. You know, I actually went to broadcasting school in Huntington Beach. So I used to pal around there, PCH and all the good stuff. Is there still yep. a place called Sharky's? Down a hundred percent. Yep. A hundred percent. Dude, that's so funny, man. We used to go troll for ladies all the time. Just down right there. I think, was it, is that beach Boulevard? Is that what it is? Uh, so that's main street is where I think Sharky's is part, like PCH and Maine, And they have that the Sharky's. I think they're known for their like rainbow drink, right? Something like that. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> that's where like, like uh, the big surfing statue is. Isn't that might've been hurricanes. Yeah. Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that the statues like Dukes downtown. Right, yeah. Good. Good. It's, it's yeah. It's, it's been, again, that was when I was 20 years old. So, you know, quite some time ago, but uh, it's, it's cool that you're in the old stomping grounds there. Okay, last one. Uh, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Uh, one horse-sized duck. You were quick on that answer, confident on that one. Yeah, because, dude, a hundred of anything is an awful lot. <laughs> like, imagine ten. Just imagine ten of oh. them, and then ten times that. So I'd, I'd rather take one larger opponent than a hundred small ones. That would be terrifying. Yeah, either way, either way, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you for humoring me. More important, Aaron. Uh, thank you for talking new music of Mice and Men, Tether. It's out now. Go get it. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for the time. Of course. And thank you so much for the continued support throughout the years. I always love when we get a chance to talk. Thank you again for spinning the new record and for sharing it with people and for all you do for music and the sacrifices you make to bring rock and roll to the masses. So oh, hell, you're too Appreciate guy. you. Listen, rate, share, subscribe. Discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 JJO.